We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And come to Dallas. Come to Minneapolis. Come to the Late Show in LA. Come to the Late Show Wait, in da, da, Vancouver. Da, 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 da. And hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't even announce them. You can't. You can't beg people to come. Then they're not even. Oh. You have to announce them. We now are doing a show in Minneapolis. The tickets go on sale today, the day you're listening to this, Friday. Probably like 10 a.m. local time or something mm -hmm. like that. So mm -hmm. check your time. I mean, Minneapolis is what, central time? It's central time. Probably yeah, 10 a.m. their time. And then we have another show added in L.A., a late show. That's huge. Which also that's goes on sale today. Huge. L.A. late show added. So that's sold out. So you're going to have to jump all over that. And then we're adding second shows in Vancouver and Austin. And those tickets are coming soon. Notice mm -hmm. we didn't say late because one of them is iconically an early show. <laughs> we might be doing Never done what that. you could say. We, we might be doing what you could call a drag brunch situation <laughs> where you have to come early. But I'd argue if it's the first time we're ever doing it, it's iconic and therefore groundbreaking history. <laughs> it is. And then we're begging you to come to Dallas. People said, oh, are you going to cancel Dallas because you're begging people to no. go? No. This is just how marketing works. We just need to keep telling you to come to Dallas or honestly, nobody will come to Dallas. It's just that like the other shows, you're all really slaying when it comes to buying tickets to the other shows. And with regards to Dallas, you're kind of snoozing. You're not slaying. It's not a Phoenix situation where it's like, oh, no, we're not. We're going to have to cancel this thing. Like, we're not going to cancel this thing. But still, we'd like more people to be there. <laughs> like, we'd like yes. more people to be there. Here's where we're not going. We're not going to Houston. We're not going <laughs> no. to what other cities are in Texas. And Amarillo. What, we're not going Lubbock. there. Lubbock. We're not we're going not to San going Antonio. There. We're not going, sadly, we're not going there. We're not we're going, going to Brownsville. Home. We're not going to Corpus. Come we're to not Dallas. going to El Paso. We're not. We're going I don't to know Dallas. what's near Dallas, but we're not come going to Marfa. To Dallas. Okay. We could do Marfa. We could play Marfa. 
Yeah, they'd we could hate play, us like, in the, Marfa. The oh, they'd hate us in Marfa. They'd hate us in Marfa more than they'd hate us in a lot of places. Eileen Mild being like, what the fuck is this? Well, that's why they have to come to Dallas. I got to go to the gay bar after Dallas. I got to go to the Roundup after our show. We can't cancel it because I got to go to that bar. So we have actual Who-related breaking news. Play it. <sighs> Let's play it. This lovely Rita honored her heritage by wearing an Albanian folk costume in the video for her 2021 EP, Bang. Donna. Who is Dua Lipa? No. That's Rita Ora. They call her Rita in the clue. <laughs> this was probably, yeah, it's called Lovely Rita, so it's not going to be Dua Lipa also. Dua Lipa? Donna. Poor Donna's in the negative. She's in the red. This is one of the more challenging 1000s that I've heard in a while because absolutely nobody remembers the Rita Ora Bang EP, which was one of her best. It's one of her best collections of music, full stop. But I'm just saying it is funny to me that like this is a challenge. Like who wrote this? Like what mm-hmm. wavelength are they on? You know? Maya Bialik wrote it. She's a fan. She didn't write it. She's a robot. She didn't write it. But the, well, the, yeah, because the category is Lovely Rita. Oh my God, the category is Lovely Rita. And they said the most obscure Rita is Rita Oro. We have to end with her. That <laughs> actually is kind of iconic. Yeah, it was the thousand dollar clue. It. They're like, what's the hardest Rita reference that's like maybe gettable? Well, do you know who the other Ritas were? No. The other Ritas in this clue were. Tell me. Let's see if you can get it. Okay. Let's start at 200. Her road okay. to I mean, this is so easy. This one is. Her road to EGOT began with winning an Oscar as Anita in West Side Story. Who is Rita Moreno? Got it. She and Tom Hanks, come on, <gasps> co-starred in the 1985 film Volunteers and lived out their on-screen romance off-screen, marrying in 1988. Who is Rita Wilson? Got it. A longtime headliner on the strip, she was named Las Vegas Comedian of the Year nine years in a row. Hacks is based on this woman. Rita Rudner. Who is Rita mm-hmm. Rudner? $800. Margarita Cancino was the real name of this silver screen star of the 1940s and 50s. Who is Rita Hayworth? It's funny because <laughs> some of these are in the wrong order. Who is Rita Hayworth? Wilson should have been 800 Rudner should have been six, And Hayworth should have been 400 Yeah. Very interesting how Jeopardy hooed to them these Ritas. This is like mm-hmm. doing our job for us, but like I feel like they did it kind of wrong or differently than we would have. Well, you know what I think is sort of interesting? When it comes to our podcast, we cover the expensive people. You know, like, your thems are cheap. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Your yes. who's are $1,000 questions. Your who's 100%. are the $2,000 questions. They're the yeah, daily if you're doubles. Getting them wrong, you're losing $1,000. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, so funny. if you know more about who's, you're going to make more money on Jeopardy. Think about it. Oh, so I forgot that Rita could be a, a nickname for the name Margarita. I think i got to bring that back. That's amazing. That is I good. I need to meet more Margaritas nickname Rita. Beautiful. Gorgeous. You are listening to Who's There, our weekly call-in show, where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. Let's start with comments. 1,000 calls about, like 1,000 calls about this. Hi, Bobby, Lindsay, Timmy. Um, I was just listening to the episode and I had to pause it because you guys were clowning Jess Jared for their uh, headline where they featured the acronym GNO. Guys, I love you, but I will not stand for erasure of Miley Cyrus's hit 2007 single GNO parentheses Girls Night Out. It's a thing, guys. Do better. Love you. Crunch, crunch. 
Hi, Who Weekly. I just had to pause the podcast this morning because you guys were uh, not having it with GNO Girls Night Out, which is uh, a bit of a miss, I think, because GNO is famously a Miley Cyrus song from her old Hannah Montana era. Uh, GNO Girls Night Out. Let's go, GNO. Um, you guys need to listen to it and uh, think of twice. Uh, crunch, crunch. I know GNO is a thing. I have to admit, whatever this says about me, I'd never heard this song in my life. I don't know this song either. And I've never seen Hannah Montana too. Sorry, I'm not familiar with Miley Cyrus's debut album. And I have to say, the most respect I've ever had for somebody in person was when um, our friend Steven's friend Ira straight up did not know um, Best of Both Worlds when Louis played it and had Gorgeous Gorgeous. Oh, oh, I loved that. But he knew the songs that mattered. And then when he didn't know this song, I kind of was like, you know what? Exact good. 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 (laughs) Like this song, like you, it's okay that you you don't know this song, you know? Yeah. Because then he was like, what is it? Because he saw people were enjoying it. He said like, what is it? And I'm like, honestly, I don't even want to get into it. And that's how I feel about this song. It's like, girls night out is a turn of phrase, honey. Like girls been going on nights out all the time, all the, all, all throughout history. And this is one of those songs. If you weren't there, you weren't there. If you know, you know, if you don't, you don't. And I don't, I, don't. I, and I wasn't there. there. I don't know if I was I there. I wasn't there and I don't know. And that's fine. But I don't really hear the acronym GNO that much. No, I don't think I hear it ever, essentially. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. I know it's not exactly right, but since you made me yell million dollar arm at my phone today, I figured I'd call in and say that John Hamm is in million dollar arm, which I unfortunately watched on an airplane. And it's like vaguely the same thing, even though I think he's like, oh God, he's like a baseball scout or something. Um, And I think he gets inspired or like learns a lesson. It's the same thing. I don't know. Crunch, crunch, Avia Tiongan. Did you see his movie? No, I didn't see it. And it's my beloved Tom McCarthy of Alaska Daily and the station agent fame. It's funny. How much, How do you think Tom McCarthy would feel if I said of Alaska Daily and the station agent fame and not his Oscar winning spotlight? What do you think he would say? Do you think I he'd think say, he'd be Thank proud. You? Okay, no, good. I think he'd be proud. If you went up to Tom McCarthy and you were like, oh my God, I'm literally like a huge fan. I love Alaska Daily. And like the fact that it was canceled is like a damn shame. I think he would like cry <laughs> tears of joy. I think he'd be so like... I think he'd be so happy to hear that. But I think he would say, do you remember my meh, movie, Million Dollar Arm, what, 19, mm-hmm. 2014? What was it? When was it? When 2014, yeah, 2014. My, do you remember my 2014 film with starring John Hamm and a bunch of cricket players, a Million Dollar Arm? And Why have would I say, not seen this movie? I actually have, don't, I don't remember it. It's Disney. It's Disney. Do you know that? It's Disney. I think that's probably why I was like, eh. Why I was a little skeptical yeah. of it in 2014. But yeah. you know what? I should see this. Mm-hmm. And I bet it's on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. which I did mm-hmm. cancel. So I'd probably have to re-up. But that's fine. We're all canceling and re-upping in this society. He learns valuable lessons about teamwork, commitment, and family. Yeah, okay. I'm in. I'm in. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. I know you do not approve of people recording concerts. But I have to know if you're glad that someone got amateur footage of a concert goer tossing a bag of their mother's ashes on stage during a pink concert in London. Crunch, crunch. Bye. 
this is kind of for me along the similar lines of I don't want to see your phone at a concert. Like I mm-hmm. don't want any sort of interference no. between you and the performer. And honestly, this is why Pink stays in the sky because when she's on the <laughs> earth, you're like giving her your mother's ashes. Like this is in the same level of when somebody gave the douche, the douche, well, yeah, to Charlie. An enema. It, was, it wasn't a douche, an enema. It was an enema. Gave, they gave that, they asked Charlie to sign the enema and everybody was like, stop making Charlie sign the enema. And Charlie was kind of like, I really don't care about this. Yeah. Also, that was in a VIP meet and greet. That wasn't on stage. That wasn't No, I know, but it's giving the same, like, give your favorite artist, like, weird item and see how they respond. Like, we don't need our artists to do improv comedy with you. Right. You know, you don't need to see them, like, on the chicken shop at IRL. You just need them to, like, yeah. sing and perform yeah. and fly through the sky. <laughs> yeah. I'm still not emotionally desensitized to Pink's aerial acrobatics yeah it's so fucking amazing there was a video that recently went viral that like i knew exactly what was coming it was like look at her go or something like that and yeah i mean truly flung her up like a every time Well, they fling they fling her up like a um like a what do you call it a slingshot it's true it's a slingshot yeah and she goes and she goes i mean hundreds of feet in all directions. Hundreds. And she's currently in Australia, which, as you know, is her greatest fan base. I saw a photo of Hugh Jackman at her show, and I was like, oh, A-List Australia coming out for A-List Australia. He loves camp. He loves Did camp. you see also, so somebody put their mother's ashes on stage, which is like so incredibly unfunny to me. I like, she I'm so it. grossed no, out awful. by that. It's really awful. And then this is a little bit more funny, but I still hate it. Somebody handed her a giant wheel of brie, and that almost sounds like a fill in the blank. That's why it's kind of funny. Uh-huh. It's, it's giving very come up with something out of the top of your head and it would be a fan hands pink a reel of brie cheese on stage but it did happen and we're talking like a foot in diameter wheel of brie it's not like a tiny grocery store brie was it a special brie of cheese like we didn't get any other information which i thought yeah, I was kind know. of a bummer you know like I, a visual I don't know. gag but the the thing is like i accept that over the mother's ashes i obviously accept it over assault duh but i don't want to have to see it if I'm really going to be pushing it here, I'm going to say the rowing things on stage is the next generation of cell phones at concerts culture because they're looking for something to film. Uh-huh. And, it, and it gives that like, oh, the performance aspect isn't enough. I need something unique because I'm already filming. And then I have the thing, the footage, the camera. It's like, okay, but so I just think it's it's along the same very yeah. toxic lines. And I'm very worried that we have like a Sigourney Weaver, Harry Connick Jr. situation because it's it's getting copycat in here. Kelsey Ballerini just got hit in the face with something too. Oh, I'm so I was like, am I am I Sigourney and you're Harry Connick Jr.? No, oh, it's neither just of like us are Sigourney or Harry Connick. Yeah. Okay. I mean, every artist is Sigourney Weaver, and every one of these people who's throwing stuff is Harry Connick Jr., and we're getting too many Harry Connick Juniors. Okay, I get it. I think we're just it's just like coming to a head. And that's really bad. If you keep behaving like this, celebrities are going to perform behind plexiglass. Sorry, it's coming. And they deserve that security if this is what it's going to be like. Well, you're also just going to get like hologram. Like you want yeah. like full hologram. Who recently I read did that? Some I just, who was Melanie that? Martinez. Melanie Martinez. <laughs> the fans paid like $400 for a meet and greet and they got like a photo with a hologram, which is just like the funniest thing in the whole world. <laughs> It's so and now we're funny. going to announce that our VIP tickets are <laughs> available for all cities, and People we will were be so giving mad them a hologram. At 
her. I think we'll talk about that next week, but it's really, the details are quite funny, actually. No, they are funny. They are funny. Um, they are but yeah, funny. Kelsey Ballerini was hit in the face, and she doesn't deserve this. These artists don't deserve this. And I and I do worry that, like, there are too many now. And of, this is the copycat effect. This is like, this is like psychology. This is what happens. It's like psychology. It's like, it's like he said, psychology. It's like psychology. Um, I took a psychology class in, in college and I learned about the Stanford Prison Experiment, okay? I know how this works. I've seen the movie with all the hunks. I saw that fucking movie. It was good. They tortured those hunks. <laughs> uh, let's move on to questions. I actually, I'm weirdly, despite who this is about, I'm obsessed with this. I love this. Wait, are you? I was literally going to say, like, no, I, I could not be any more ashamed I love that this it. is, like, on our list. Okay. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. Who is Braxton Berrios? Uh, he's allegedly dating Alex Earl, uh, TikTok queen, and apparently his ex-girlfriend is Sophia Culpo, which I'm just going to assume is one of the Culpo sisters, and that's why this is in the news. Anyway, yeah, anything you can tell me, it would be great. I'm too fucking old to be caring about this. I'm 34, but this is my cross to bear. Good form. Sophia Culpo being the, like, I don't have enough money to f- pay for this version of Sofia Coppola is really funny. The like, I like, oh, I'm short a buck. Like, I'm short five bucks. You got? Can you get me? Can you? <laughs> yeah, you're very... paying per letter on your gravestone or something. It's like it the best I can like... do is Coppo. <laughs> the best I can do is Coppo, and you're like, no, because you're Coppola, you know? Okay, but I do know about this because I watched like one to three episodes of their reality show, and I remember this girly talking I was about her. Say her like football boyfriend i didn't He's know his name was Braxton. i remember his name was braxton barrios and he Brax. played for the miami dolphins he plays for the miami dolphins now but the subplot because i remember we talked about this like on the patreon or the real show i watched the first four episodes of this absolute mm-hmm. train wreck like mission mm-hmm. impossible really part, was dead so reckoning bad. part one train wreck of a show because there's a train wreck in it so here's the thing the big complaint that the two of us had, and I think I had this complaint even stronger and more loudly than you did because I watched more episodes for some reason. Like, you can't even get me to watch the other two, but I'm like, episode four of the Culpo Sisters. Truly, my TV habits don't make any sense. I know. Bobby told the mutual he didn't watch Mad Men because everybody was talking about it and it was seemed like it was too good. Meanwhile, four episodes <laughs> no, of Culpo Sisters too long. later. Everybody was talking about it and it seemed too long. Hmm, I wonder why everybody was talking about it. Because it was good. There are too many episodes to catch up on. If I can get it on the ground floor on something, I'm fine. If I have to catch up, I'm kind of up a creek. Great. Glad that you watched four episodes of Culpo Sisters. To be fair, this actually really does help you with your job. It which does. is now explaining to me what the fuck is going on here. Exactly. Exactly. So God, Also, like, Braxton Berrios' name is giving me, like, everyone, like, all these writers are out here trying to craft names, like, write uh, write fake names. You'll never get as good as Braxton Berrios. You'll never, ever get a no. name that I believe more than Braxton Berrios. I'm sorry. This is, this is like a John Grisham name. This is, a, this is oh incredible. Oh, my God. I mean, I, John Grisham is the only writer qualified enough to even create a name like this. Stephen King, you know, all of you first time, second time <laughs> novel writers, you can't even touch this. I'm talking to you, Bobby. You can't even touch this name. Me. I would love you to name a character as good as Braxton Berrios, but you know, there's time. You know who? You know what name I love? What? Gray Grantham. Gray Grantham and Darby Gray Shaw. Grant- Gray Grantham Pelican and Brief. Darby Shaw. Gray Beautiful. Grantham and Darby Shaw. Okay, well, that gives Braxton Berrios. Braxton Berrios could have been in the Pelican Brief, is what I'm saying. I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay, so 
If you'll recall, like, go back into the deep, deep, dark recesses of your mind and remember watching the Culpo Sisters, okay? Remember it. I know you can remember some of it. I know you can remember some of it. I do remember some of it. I do remember they, like, lived in that house and their, like, parents came to visit from Rhode Island. And their parents were, like, perfectly normal. And it was very much like, how did you create these three monsters, Mm -hmm. like, that live in a house together? And, like, they all made fun of each other for reasons that were equally embarrassing. Okay. And one had a depressing marriage. Okay. One of them had a depressing marriage. That was the entire subplot of the four episodes that I watched. And it was so yeah. sad, right? That's Aurora. Yeah, it was so She's sad. the oldest. It was so sad. Aurora. Aurora. So Then depressing. you had Olivia. Then you had Olivia who, who was, was just like, I'm Christian, busy. And now is engaged but was very was also dating her football guy. Yes. Like, football wonder guy. when he'll propose. Wonder exactly. when he'll propose. Exactly. Wonder when he'll propose. Okay. Then you had. Then you had Sophia who was the youngest, youngest one. She lived in Olivia's house. And then at the end of the series, I know this not because I watched the last episode, but because I read the synopsis, like she moves out of the house. That's like kind of the end of her narrative. She moves out of the house. Well, we can get there because we know why now. So in the episodes that I watched, her subplot was that she was dating this guy, Braxton Berrios, who was an NFL player. He was like a free agent or something. And he hated her. (laughs) Like that was all of their scenes were... She'd be like, Braxton, what's going on? Braxton, Braxton, Braxton. And he was like, get away from me. And it was so <laughs> uncomfortable. And it was like, why am I watching this deeply uncomfortable relationship so between sad. two people who clearly should not be together, right? This guy seems like an asshole. Why right. are you giving him your time? And guess right. what? He allegedly to him. cheated on Sophia after being together mm-hmm. for a couple of years with none mm-hmm. other than a TikTok Social star. Social media superstar, Alex We hate Alex talking Earl. about Alex Earl. Yes. Because what is there to say about Alex Earl? She's famous on TikTok. That's literally it. That's literally it. She does a lot of like day in lives. Okay, mm-hmm. so you have Sofia Coppola reveals breakup with Dolphins receiver Braxton Berrios. <laughs> so they broke up in March of 2023. We didn't talk about it because it's fucking boring. And the reason why we knew it was because she posted a video that, a TikTok video that said the single sisters about <laughs> her and Aurora, who is single too, did she divorce her I husband? Think, I think Aurora got broke up with that horrible, horrible man. Oh my man. god! Thank God, that was like yeah. the bleakest shit I've ever seen in my life. It's funny how now Olivia is the one that's like has has husband or has fiance. The show was actually a little bit groundbreaking in that Aurora wasn't trying to hide or sugarcoat anything about her marriage. She was like, "This fucking sucks, and I hate every second of marriage. Right, I hate right, every right, like right. my Which life as a mother is, like, is hard." Nice. It was at, yeah, yeah, it was nice, but it wasn't fun to watch, you know. So. Important detail I forgot to mention. Yeah. The the subplot in, again, the episodes mm-hmm. that I watched mm-hmm. was that Braxton, Braxton lived in Miami, so she was with him, like, when this was happening. And Braxton got the job in New Jersey playing for the Jets, and it was a big deal. And she was like, we're going to move to New Jersey. And he's like, um, okay, babe, I guess. Let's move to New Jersey to play the Jets. It's a big, lucrative deal. So she did move to New Jersey at the end of the season. Which was also good because she got to move out of the house, and that's important because she just left New Jersey. Well, we'll get we'll get there. We'll so get then to you, that. you then you have so we just said that was March March twenty third, yes, and now we have April twenty sixth twenty twenty three. Relationship mm-hmm. with NFL receiver Braxton Berrios ended in betrayal. Colon Sophia Coppola. <laughs> Sophia Coppola. So you can't do it. You can't do it. Sophia Coppola. <laughs> Sophia Coppola. Well, I think Sophia their name Coppolo. is also just so dissonant. Coppola. I hate it. Coppola. It's, up, it's upsetting. Culpo. Um, okay, so during an Instagram Q&A on mm-hmm. Wednesday, it sounds like it was like arranged by with Instagram when it's like, mm-hmm. no, the girly just like said, ask me some questions. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody said, are you able to talk about your breakup? She wrote, I haven't addressed this because it's been really hard to come to terms with and process. I'll say it didn't end well or 
honestly. When you say the word honesty or honestly or whatever, you're going to be say you're saying someone cheated. You're saying there was infidelity. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Then, then, that's April 26th. That's April. Then we have May May 16th. We're going month by month here. It's kind of crazy how it's Mm -hmm. like once a month we get an update about this dumb story. Once a month you can see something that Lindsay and I considered covering on the main show and And then said, never mind, this sucks. It usually adds up to something, which is like really mm-hmm. showing our good kind of judgment at this point yeah. to say, like, I'm not talking about this until it comes to a head in a way that is maybe borderline interesting. Here's mm-hmm. one. Roxton Berrios parties with rumored girlfriend Alex Earl's friends in Miami. Love this because I guess these two had already been rumored to be together. Mm-hmm. But then they have footage of him hanging out with her friends, not but even not with Alex. her. So it says, although the TikTok sensation 22 was nowhere to physically be seen. <laughs> in Guy, Guy is the friend. In Guy or G's photo jump dump, she was at the Celebrity Love Club the same <laughs> night per her recent Instagram post. It's giving um, play the murder she wrote music. Like it really is giving like sleuth. <laughs> Wait. Are, are you going to play it? Yeah, I want to hear it because I... It's giving me with it's giving me at the New York Post with like a big um, magnifying glass, even though like I, I don't no one uses those anymore. And it's and they're playing this behind me. Why does Angela Lansbury look like Catherine Deneuve in this photo of Murder, She Wrote? What's happening here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look at this. Am I kidding? Am I, I don't crazy? Know what, or is that Catherine what? Deneuve? That's not Angela Lansbury. Ca- I don't know what Catherine Deneuve looks like. No. Look at it. That's Catherine right. Deneuve. Well, I don't know what she looks like. She looks like okay, that. I don't, okay. Well, that's nice. <laughs> then we have. Nice. <laughs> then we have more kind of concrete their togethers, which is like they were together at a music festival. They were mm-hmm. together at the F1 thing. Yes, they were together in a private jet. She, quote unquote, soft launched him, which this is not a hard launch. This is a soft launch because the whole thing is that you don't see the person. So it's mm-hmm. a soft launch. She soft launched him on her TikTok by saying things like, when he says, I'll book the flight. And like a, a PJ. video of him, like with his giant thighs, giving her a hug, but you can't see his face. Okay. Mm-hmm. She responded to someone saying hard launch, which is not true. Again, it's know the difference. If you're going to make shit up and define it, know the difference. Mm-hmm. She says, we're not even quote unquote dating, but just hard for me to sh- not share stuff with you guys. Ha, 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 ha. Well, they're hooking up. Ha, ha, okay. ha, ha. Yeah. Then, oh my God, how are we still going? In June. <laughs> so all this happened, I guess, in the May zone, in the May, April zone. In now May in zone. June. Late get, spring. Sophia Culpo deletes TikTok seemingly shading ex Braxton Berrios and Alex Earl, colon, not that deep. Meaning if she did the, she Streisand affected her effect. So she like mm-hmm. posted this shady bullshit and then she deleted it, therefore drawing more attention to the bullshit. Well, the bullshit was saying that like, oh, he's love bombing her. This is what he does to women. It's not going to last. And then people were like, ooh. Yeah. I got to say, I feel like love bombing has also gone the direction of hard launch, soft launch, where no one really knows what it means anymore. Yeah. It's like somebody's nice to you and you're like, okay, enough with the love bombing. It's like, what? Right. (laughs) That's what you want. (laughs) You want them to be nice to you, babes. The way that like TikTokers can confidently pretend like they 
our therapist because they can use like very rudimentary forms of therapy speak has really uh-huh. like destroyed a legion of people because they think that the TikToker speaking in what is vaguely close to therapy speak is in fact therapy and that's fucking people up. It's like, no, you should actually go to an actual therapist if you want to feel like you're going to get therapy. Also, most therapists aren't saying like love bombing. No. Like too, <laughs> like they're just not, no. like that's not, you're not going to hear that from a th- like you Like you shouldn't expect to go to a therapist and be like, girl, you're getting gaslit and love bombed. It's like, no, they're going to like actually talk to you like a person. Well, like the proliferation of therapy speak is actually like one of the many horrible things about TikTok, but- but I digress. But I digress, exactly. <laughs> okay. So here we have a story that she posted where she was like, girl, run, because he's about to murder you or whatever. And then mm-hmm. she deleted it. And then she said, I'm sorry, the internet had their panties in a wad. It wasn't uh-huh. that deep. It really wasn't that deep. I'm literally getting texts from my friends like, I'm thinking of you. Are you do- Are you okay? I'm good. The internet is wild, but we're good. Wait, so your friends or the internet? Sorry. That's well, just very well, confusing. Well, well, well. Then, oh my God. God. Now we're in June. Okay. Now we're in June. Now we're caught June up to 28th. now. June 28th. This is yesterday. Sophia Coppola breakup getting, quote, weird for Braxton Berrios as Alex Earl romance heats up. This is the best. He released a long fucking video where he's like, why does anyone care about this? I know. It's true. And I'm like, kind of like, fair. Hey, dum-dum, you didn't have to make this video either. All of these people feel this like completely artificial pressure to release these statements. I know. Just like date your 22-year-old TikTok sensation girlfriend and shut up. You know, like no one would have cared. Wait, listen to this. Did you hear his video? It's so Do you have the audio? So earnest. Play the audio. Why would I read it if you could play it? I just closed the video, but here it is. I don't want to start anything. I don't want to fuel anything. I genuinely want all of this to be over and everybody to move on and do whatever makes them happy. I was in a relationship for two years. It was a good relationship. It was a healthy one. And towards the end of it, we had conversations along the lines of we just weren't working out. So when we split back in January, that's why. It had nothing to do with anything else. It had nothing to do with anybody else for that matter. And we just didn't work out and that's okay. So it's been very weird and sad to see kind of what's gone on since then. And I've been quiet because it's totally out of character for me to talk about my private life publicly, but I feel like it needed to be touched on now. Why? Why did it need to be touched on now? I I do think that like, she is accusing him of something that probably didn't happen and probably is a result of like a very poor end to a relationship and a lot of miscommunication. Because I think that's why he sounds so befuddled. He's like, sometimes people break up and they date other people. Like, I don't I actually don't understand why this is such a thing. Like, I had a girlfriend and now I have another girlfriend, you know? Right. Well, stories like like the algorithm is not a fan of stories that end with fizzles. The algorithm is a fan of stories that end in bombast. Right. Well, then she posted like all of uh, the real timeline. We broke up after the Drake concert Super Bowl weekend when he was seen making out with another girl. Not bitter. In fact, I know this situation has been one of my biggest blessings. I wish everyone. It's just like you look bad, too, even though I understand you're like Angela Lansburying it. So she's trying to like show us that he was being shady to her. Right. Yeah. And it's like, OK. Right. You know, like her posting a text where he go. I mean, these are the most like boy texts I've ever seen, which is crazy. She goes, OK, so you also I've seen your reality show. I know this is what your relationship was like. OK, so you want to be with me. Yes, I want to be with you. OK, back to serious talk. Ha ha ha. I'm going to the Hurricanes b-ball game with Robin 30. 
Oh my God, we're so fucked. <laughs> okay, so you want to be with me? Yes, I want to be with you. That's literally how Magnolia ends. <laughs> That's how Magnolia ends. We're literally so fucked. Don't forget, he put the she put the heart on the yes, I want to be with you. He, she gave it that heart emoji. She gave it that heart tap back. She said heart tap back. Kill me. I just love that she's me. like, uh, y'all, I don't know me. why y'all are crazy about this. Like, when we broke up in January, we weren't bitter. Like, and I'm not bitter. It's like, two days ago, you were making fun of Alex Earl and being like, best of luck, bitch. Like, this is called love yeah. bombing. He's gonna leave you, honey. And it's like, I'm paraphrasing, Meanwhile, of course. Are but... we getting a season two of the Culpo sisters? Like, because guess who moved back to LA probably into her sister's house? That's right. Sophia Culpo. <laughs> I cannot believe this. She literally said, thank you, Roadway Moving, for moving me back to Los Angeles after I moved to be with my boyfriend on the East Coast. Sophia's moving back to L.A. Olivia doesn't know what to do with her. Does season two of The Couple Sisters getting greenlit mean even darker things are to come for Zaz and Max? From The Ringer and Puck, I'm Matt Bellany, and this is The Town. <laughs> oh my god, wow, you're right. Everyone, everyone in LA is talking about season two of the Culpo Sisters being green, <laughs> being greenlit by Max. Just kidding. It, we don't even know. We don't even know. There's no way this fucking. It's so bad. You're mad. The other two is going. I'm mad. Culpo Sisters season two hasn't. There's no information about it. It's so funny that I'm like, and just like that is the best show on television, and the Idol isn't that bad. Meanwhile, the fucking Culpo yeah, Sisters know, is really hell. Like <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> no and one's talking about how the Culpo like... Sisters is hell. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm over here sending you like, don't worry, the morning show's coming back in September. It's coming back in September, honey. Don't worry. I really do need to watch, like, I need... You need to watch, like, a good show. I need to finally watch season three of Happy Valley because I need... <laughs> my my taste, my taste is so flawed right now. Can you just, like, I know, I keep being, like... Can you watch the bear? And he's like, No, I have to watch. Like, no, I'm, I'm, no, 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 I can't. Well, I'm in the middle of a rewatch of Battlestar Galactica, which is actually a really good show. You know, the way I'm rolling my eyes, <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm gonna correct this ad because. I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used pretty litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. of. Kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention Yes, and that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, I'm just calling to let you know that Slow Millie released a song about the Slurpee for 7-Eleven. Um, this feels a pretty who weekly topic. So it's like, this is a trend among <laughs> music artists making songs for bands. I think like Normani had one. Um, I think it continues to be the only music she releases. So yeah, uh, that's thought it'd be, inter- be of interest. Crunch, crunch, Avia Tiangin. Bye. I know we covered Spawn songs, but I think they might have gone out of our league into being actual just like good songs that right. are in partnership with brands. Like this is not like a silly like Kraft Mac and Cheese like song. This is actually like a fully produced good like full length release on Spotify song that happens to have like a slushy tie in. It's genius. And the problem is that they got too good. They're getting too good. Right. There's too exactly. much money now. And and now it's like the campiness that we love so much about like, you know, Spawn songs is done this is cracker jill you know walked so this could run and it's i hope i actually am kind of bummed because it means that they're no longer that fun they're just songs right it's a little more it's a little sneakier although they're it's not trying so to hide anything sneakier. but i heard yeah, but the it's song so much first. sneakier if you heard this on the radio i know you wouldn't say it's they just doesn't go 7-eleven i love my no. slushy it's like it's much more obscured I heard it first because it was on my Spotify because I follow Flo Millie. So it was like new release from – because when it tells you new releases from your new artists or whatever. And I listened yeah, yeah, to yeah. it and I kind of didn't think about it. I was like, okay, said, cool, new Flo Millie. Flows. Then flows. we got a call about it, this one right here. And I was like, wait, that was a Spawn song? Because the album art, it's clear that they're holding Slurpees, but the album art is pretty small. It's not until you watch the video that you see that like, A, the video is uploaded to 7-Eleven's channel, not Flo Millie's. B, the entire thing is like Slurpee brand forward. They're singing within the Slurpees themselves. Well, also, they rebranded Slurpee. Do you see the Slurpee logo? Right, it's a like new logo. that's like a whole it's that's cool. like a new cool logo. It's, it's like a, cool a logo. black S on a neon background. Like right. they're kind of doing Slurpee and they're kind of like separating Slurpee from the 7-Eleven brand. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things where it's not as fun because this is just like good marketing versus like a silly mm-hmm. attempt at kind of making of a song. Like Sierra should sue again because she did not get like the good version of this. She got kind of the Which treats. one did she get? Treats. Oh, the right. Rice Krispie yeah. treats or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You're my favorite. Treat, 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 treat. How'd you get so sweet, sweet, sweet? I love you seven days a week, week, week. I swear you're all I ever need. 
We've talked about Flo Millie in the past. Flo Millie is sort of an up-and-coming rapper. Very critically adored. Still sort of hooey. Like, hasn't really, like, crossed De- over to them-dum yet. Hmm? Definitely hooey. Yeah, definitely hooey. They're evolving. They're getting better at this. The music marketing people are getting too clever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next call. Um, Tom Hanks's niece. Um, what's her name? Um, she. Well, I can't find it. But anyway, she went on claim to fame and was the first one eliminated and threw like a legitimate tantrum because somebody guessed that she was Tom Hanks's niece um and the craziest thing about this was as I was reading the article is that it appears this was claimed to fame season two and it is hosted by Kevin and Frankie Jonas um I really do feel like this is an excellent um premise of a show where has it been um have you seen it okay Bye. So this, it was one of those things where the same clip kept getting tweeted at us, like, repeatedly one morning this week. And after the first couple, I was like, I'll watch this in a second. But after, like, six people sent it to us, I was like, I guess I have to watch this thing. And it really, it delivers. It lives up to the promise of the kind of breathless reaction to what's happening here. If you'll recall, Claim to Fame premiered last year yeah hosted by the jonas brothers two well of two of them kevin and frankie <laughs> two thirds two fourths of jonas brothers actually technically the brothers not the band the brothers so you have to um, we're talking about like the colpo sisters this is the jonas brothers it's two thirds of the brothers one half of the siblings <laughs> they host this show that is honestly kind of a demoralizing fight to the finish between vague yes. relatives of celebrities we never talked about it because these aren't famous people they're literally nas and it's boring to be like Oh, like Jimmy Fox's niece is on a show. Like, that's not interesting. There's nothing there. This was the first time that I saw something that was actually potentially interesting. And we'll get there. Yeah. The winner of the last season was Kiki Palmer's sister. And the That's so crazy. But Kiki Palmer's sister isn't like really trying to be a celebrity. This call is about the first person who got kicked off in the second season. The first person who got kicked off in the first season was the grandson of Chuck Norris, Maxwell Norris. Boring. Who fucking cares? I didn't think the show was coming back. I didn't know it was coming back until this clip happened. Right? So to play the clip. I'll play the clip. So play the clip. Hugo, who do you think Carly's claim to fame is? I think your celebrity relative is. Tom Hanks. Carly. Wow. He was correct. (laughs) Congratulations, Hugo. (laughs) It is Tom Hanks. (laughs) You're a whole boy. (laughs) Damn. Why a bench? Why a bench? There's literally no rep 
reference to Benjamin on any other movie. Even Gabriel found that out. He's not even like smart. They didn't even get to do any challenges. <laughs> I should be here longer. No one expected that. No one. We haven't seen a like like earnest meltdown reality show reaction like this in a long time. And I think that's what we're reacting to because reality TV is so sanitized and even and when we get when you get a new reality show, you maybe have the chance to get that, but you often don't. Because yes. it's like no one is having these moments on like season forty five thousand of Survivor or season yes. forty five thousand of Top Chef. You know, this mm. is a very unique thing. You have Tom Hanks's Tom Hanks's niece, who is this woman, her name is Where's your fucking Carly Reeves. Carly Reeves. Carly Reeves. Having like a funny nervous Carly breakdown Reeves. because she doesn't get to be on the show any longer. And she's mad that the clues that they gave are <laughs> too, were too obvious. Well, I have to explain because I've never seen a full episode of the show, right? I was too it's busy so watching funny. the Colpo sisters and Battlestar yeah, Galactica, totally. not the bear. Let me read the claim to fame rules because they are a little <laughs> inscrutable. <laughs> like they're a little crazy. Okay. And this is from Wikipedia. 12 contestants, each of whom has a famous relative, move into a house together and are tasked with deducing which celebrities the other contestants are related to while also keeping their own celebrity relationship a secret. Every episode, the contestants participate in a competition. The winner is granted immunity for the round and a bonus clue about another contestant. At the end of the episode, the contestants secretly vote between the two lowest ranked performers in the competition to be the round's guesser. So if you do bad at the competition, you have to guess. The guesser will then then choose any other non-immune contestant and announce which celebrity they think the other contestant right. is related to. So a, uh -huh. someone who did really badly on this contest picked Carly and said, okay, to you're save my own ass, Hanks. you're related to Tom Hanks. And she was like, mother fucker. And then she was like, she was like nah. all of my clues were obvious. All the other clues were hard. So we read this uh, interview with her after she went viral. Again, didn't watch the show, just the clip. Read this interview with her in USA Today. Saw this answer where she says, I am an actress. Mm -hmm. She's been in movies such as Tom Hanks films, Larry Crown, Charlie Wilson's War. And I'm like, okay, now I need to know who this girl is. So I go to her IMDb and it's so funny. A graduate of UCLA's theater, film, and television uh, School of Theater, Film, and Television, Carly was predestined to a career in the entertainment industry. Carly was exposed at an early age to the discipline and focus needed to succeed in Hollywood. She was paid She paid her dues with extensive theater credits, including A Midsummer's Night Dream, Martin Short, The Geffen, blah, 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 blah. She has also had the opportunity to work closely with Tom Hanks in Charlie Wilson's War and Larry Crown. She enjoys sketch comedy at the Straight Jacket side, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, mm. this girlie is not hiding that she's related to Tom Hanks. Like, no. who are you kidding? The no. trivia on her IMDb, she has two trivias. One is niece of Rita Wilson, Niece-in-law of Tom Hanks. That's we're gonna get there. There's That's a, a reason clue. why, Mr. Polies. Okay. We're giving him all the clues. <laughs> I go to her IMDb credits. I'm like, what has she been in? Have I ever seen her? We have these three in a row, which actually slayed me. We have one Charlie Wilson's War. She played a character called Slave Girl. Then we have Nip Tuck. Anyone remember that? She played a character called Christian's Sex Tape Partner. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. And then <laughs> in the movie, the iconic. Hillary Duff movie Raise Your Voice she played a character named Kelly and I'm like okay wait hold on a second speaking of things that I haven't seen in full but I have seen the one viral yes, clip the la, Raise la, Your la, Voice la. listen so I'm like okay I wonder so I go to her reel and I'm watching her reel and one of the clips in her reel is the, la, 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 the la, iconic la 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 la, 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 la. <laughs> and as it turns out 
Carly Reeves is kind of one of the most iconic actresses of all time because she <laughs> is the girl in the clip who sings the la la la's first. Like she's like la 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 la, and then Hillary Duff is like la 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 la. Mm, ee, ah. Like you gotta play the clip; it's so good. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Isn't it uh, Aiden? Like, Isn't Aiden the teacher? Yeah, Aiden. Everyone's like ah! <laughs> Aiden's a teacher. La 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 Thank you, Miss Fletcher. Please. Listen, the title of this clip on YouTube is The Teacher Was Surprised When She Was Singing in the Classroom. <laughs> it's not even like, it's not even like from Razor. <laughs> okay. So then I was like, okay, literally she's a star. She's a legend. Like she's literally number one. Tom Hanks is nothing. She is like, this is her first role. She slayed it. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, wow, how could this like giant beach be related (laughs) to none other than tom Tom hanks you have to read this great line from her though when she goes tom was just like best of luck that's awesome they were both really happy for me i told colin and my cousin chet and all of them they were really happy for me so they're just like go off queen like we don't want to hear about it um who are you again (laughs) rita's like that's like that's ronald's daughter that's ronald's daughter tom's like "Mm, okay have good have a good time enjoy the tv show or whatever Mm -hmm. so if you're kind of like you know how we are all like, why is Chet such a chaos agent? And it's like, well, he's Rita Wilson's son. Like, mm-hmm. let's just start there. Mm-hmm. This, we have a similar situation where this isn't Tom Hanks's niece. This is Rita Wilson's niece. <laughs> so, like, if you go to the family tree of it all, you will see. Which is easy to find. Miss Reeves is related to Rita Wilson on her mother's side. There is no Hanks blood there. No Hanks. Not a drop of Hank's blood. I think that it's, and I know that they've denied this, so forgive me, but like, it's important to remember that like Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson's marriage was begun via scandal, right? Mm, Via alleged cheating, where Mm -hmm. this chaos agent enters, alleged chaos agent enters into Tom Hanks's life. And we haven't really seen the fruits of that chaos until lately when like Rita Wilson has become like aspirational superstar queen and their son together, Chet, has be, be been behaving badly online, right? Like, yeah, it's very much like it was always you, Helen. Like, it's always been like this. We just haven't really been paying attention. Well, that's why you sense the divide between like the older Hanks kids and then kind of like the Chet Hanks of it all. And you're kind mm-hmm. of like, where'd that kid come from? And you're like, again they are not, it's, there's a genetics issue here you know it's nature not nurture <laughs> it's sort of like tom hanks has a if you open up an encyclopedia and you looked up uh, double helix 
and you saw this like very scientific drawing of a double helix. Meanwhile, you look at Rita Wilson's DNA and it's that it's that little animated thing from Jurassic Park that's like, yes, nah, totally. no DNA. Like that's Rita Wilson's <laughs> DNA. It's like crazy, right? It's got googly eyes. Yes. <laughs> Rita Wilson's DNA has googly eyes and a mouth. That's the issue here. In like 400 years, they're going to like extract it from Amber. <laughs> yes. Yes. And they're going to create an entire Jurassic Park full of Rita Wilson. <laughs> I'm God. just like, this is this is probably good for her. Honestly, it's probably good for her career. What's not good for her, truly, at this point? What mm-hmm. what could what could be bad for her? I don't think she I don't think there's anything. It's it's funny imagining Tom Hanks watching this clip, because you know he watched the clip and he's just sort of like, of wait a minute. What Come the on, fuck is Rita? this show? What is this yeah, show? Yeah, it's like Rita, like, another one of your random nieces like embarrassing the hell out of us. La 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 la. And you know there are three group chats in there in that family. Oh God. There's the Hankses, there's the Wilsons, and there's everyone. Right. And they're like, "Congrats, Carly. We yep. see you went viral on on TV. Congrats." Which is dangerous because when you have more, sometimes you accidentally send a text to the wrong one. <sighs> Tell me about dangerous. it. Dangerous. Right. Can we call. move on? <laughs> Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh, 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 uh. You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because it's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Noah Cyrus is engaged to boyfriend Pinkus? Who is Pinkus? <laughs> who is Pinkus? French, French. <laughs> Hi, Bobby Lindsay. It looks like Noah Cyrus has gotten engaged to a guy named Pinkus. Who is Pinkus? Bye. Crunch, crunch. Hi, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy. Um, Breaking news. Noah Cyrus announces engagement to boyfriend Pinkus. Crunch, crunch. Hi, Weekly. Long time, long time. I just literally made my mom and sister stop talking to me so that I could call you to tell you that Noah Cyrus is engaged to someone named Pinkus, and we need to know who Pinkus is.
Um, Lindsay Podcaster, what the fuck, Donald, gay rights, crunch, crunch, love you so much. What the fuck, Donald, gay rights. <laughs> Sometimes we have what we hope is insightful and at the very least entertaining commentary about who liberties but sometimes sometimes all we can say is that noah cyrus has engaged to pincus and unfortunately or fortunately this is one of those times noah cyrus is engaged to pincus Pincus. (laughs) noah cyrus announces engagement to boyfriend pincus oh we're gonna read all the headlines noah cyrus fiance pincus mocked following engagement who is noah cyrus's fiance all about fashion designer pincus Engaged, Noah Cyrus and boyfriend Pincus are engaged two months after going public with their romance. Noah Cyrus announces engagement to fashion designer Pincus. Noah Cyrus is engaged to fashion designer Pincus. Noah Cyrus engaged to designer Pincus. Noah Cyrus engaged to boyfriend Pincus. <laughs> you got That's it? All there is. That's all there is. Do you have it? Do you so got when it? someone asks, what's the news? This weekend, when you're hanging out and eating hot dogs or vegan dogs, you say Noah Cyrus is engaged to fashion designer Pincus or That's boyfriend it. Pincus. Next That's call. It. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, so I recently learned that Padam Padam was actually a song by Edith Piaf originally. So I was wondering if you could determine. So I was wondering, is Edith Piaf or Kylie Minogue a bigger them or themier? And is Padam Padam by Edith Piaf or Padam Padam by Kylie Minogue, Vemir? Crunch, crunch, bye. Okay, to be clear, it's not the same song. It's just like Padam, the use of that like kind of that word meaning a heartbeat. Like Padam yeah. as heartbeat. It's giving like kookaloo in Brazil. <laughs> they say chick, they say cockatoo like that. Um, that's wrong, but you know what I mean? Like in different languages, we, we have different onomatopoeias. On a lot of PS, exactly. Kukaloo Sorry, I don't know what it is. Padam Padam is an Edith Piaf invented slash French invented like heartbeat sound. Put Padam Padam. I think we say Padam 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 Padam. That is fun though. Padam Padam Padam. Il arrive en courant derrière moi. Padam Padam is better, obviously. Obviously, it's more dramatic. Obviously. I think what we have here is that currently Kylie Minogue is themier than Edith Piaf. Currently, Padam Padam is themier than Edith Piaf's Padam Padam. Oh, Back duh. then, Edith Piaf was obviously a huge them. So, like, it's it, it's no disrespect to Edith Piaf. Like, Marion Cotillard won an Oscar for playing her, you know? Like, okay. like it's No it's one's fine. disrespecting Edith no Piaf here, don't worry. No one's disrespecting Edith Piaf. But, of course, yes, in 2023, Kylie Minogue is themier than Edith Piaf. Except maybe in France. But I will say if you were like, name French singer, I'd be like Edith Piaf because I took French in high school. So like, I know I'd be like MC Solar and Edith Piaf, you know? Yeah. I need to learn some new French artists. I agree. I agree with you. I agree. I know you're saying that and I agree with you too. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's I don't disagree. On. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. It's Leanne Cuisine calling. Uh, I would love to hear you discuss whether Troy Sivan is a who or a them. Obviously, he is a longtime who from his YouTube days and his early music career, but now with the Idol and getting more attention in the press and you know, some like bigger name friendships with Ariana Grande and stuff, I'm wondering if he's becoming a them or maybe he's a bit cuspy. But then there's that person at that Met Gala who didn't know who he was. I just 
that, that seems to me like a pretty clear indicator that he's a who. Um, anyway, I'd love to hear what you guys think on that. So Troy Savon, who are them? Bye. Your Troy Savon coming up a lot lately. Is Troy Savon a who or them? Troy Savon. Wait, what? Troy Savon is definitely a who. That's like, yeah, like that's like his whole thing right now. Mm-hmm. But I like, I mean, I like it. Who. I think he, I think it's working for him. Mm-hmm. But he really is. He's giving up and coming, though. He has been, if you're in the know, for a long time now. But he's bubbling under, which is mm-hmm. cool because he's really talented. I think he's a who, and I think who's a good place for him. And he's got a great little self sense of humor. He's not, you know, he's not taking himself so seriously. He's mm-hmm. got he's got potential to be like a because you're seeing like Jennifer Lawrence do all this amazing movie press. You're like, oh, wow, we missed this girlie with her great sense of humor and her self-awareness and her kind of she has a brain. You're like, we need more celebs with brains, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, I'm literally like just about to fall asleep and this thought jolted me awake um, in the year of 2023. John Boyega, who or them? Uh, crunch, crunch, me and Grease. Bye. John Boyega, who or them? Uh, I have an answer. We'll see if we agree. One, two, three, them. Them? Yeah, for I sure. I kind of agree. He's prestige now. He's prestige. He gets, I think, John, he's in a he's in a fun place where he's prestige, but he's he also like. Billing. He's prestige, but he's also like. Like kind of action star, you know, like yeah. he's he's fun. He can kind of do it all, right? And like he did the Star Wars thing, right? He was disrespected by Star Wars, but, but then, then he, he parlayed, parlayed into that like into something superstar really vibes. Yes, and he's not like getting like swallowed up by um, Marvel or anything. He's kind mm-hmm. of doing his own like path for like to be an action guy, right? Yeah, well, it's action. It's it's comedy. He's doing like he's doing they clone Tyrone, which like I think is going to be Netflix. It's like but also is action. It's but he's action-y. also action. He's the Woman King, but. Also, he's prestige because he did the Steve McQueen movies, Small Axe. Also, it's good because um, because jo- uh, jo- Jamie Foxx is like MIA, so John Boyega is like stepping up to like essentially do all the press for him and like be very graceful about like where's Jamie Foxx, you know? And he's yeah, like, I don't know. Tyrone. It's very weird. It's very weird. Well, that movie looks good. No one's telling us what's happening with Jamie Foxx. No, no one's telling us what's happening with Madonna. It's very weird. It's, it's all very, very weird. weird. It's all very weird. Okay, so them last call. There's a new promising young, promising young woman woman, and it's Chelsea Peretti, who is a first-time female, first-time female director, director. Promising young woman woman. Oh, my God. Crunch, crunch. So you're telling me Chelsea Peretti is a first-time, first-time female director, director? She's a she's a first-time female director. She's the first... She's the first time female direct. She's the what would it be? The she's first time first time female director director right. She's the first time first time. She's the first time female director. No, first time, first time female twice. director director. First time female first time. She's a first time female first time director director. Yes. First time female first director time female, first time female first time, time director. female director director. <laughs> first time female first time female director director. <laughs> I don't know if that works, but you know it's pretty good. Ugh. It's no, it's no promising young, promising young woman. Woman. Chelsea Peretti is a first-time, first-time female director. Director. Is that right? Yeah. That's so confusing. First-time female director. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at six one nine Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns at six one nine Who Them. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our weekly theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. 
Support us on Patreon.com slash WhoWeekly for our bonus episodes of Discord server, commentary tracks, and more. You can also subscribe in the Apple Podcasts app. Click, click subscribe within the app and you can get the audio only, the audio only within the app very easily. Buy tickets to our live show, WhoWeekly.us. Click the live thing, WhoWeekly.us slash live if you want to go directly there. And that's it. We'll see you on... Oh, no. We're taking the holiday off. We'll see you next Friday. Bye. Call in. Bye. Bye. Rita Wilson's DNA has googly eyes and a mouth. That's the issue here. Hi, Bobby, Lindsay, Timmy. I just called and I forgot to tell y'all that the other night I also had a dream that I went to a party and I made out with Sean Mendez. And then in my dream, I literally called this call online to tell you guys that I made out with Sean Mendez at a party. So just so you know, you have infiltrated my mind to an unhealthy degree. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hey, Lindsay, Bobby, Timmy, long time, long time. I just had to call in because last night I was out to dinner and Praise You came on and my sister-in-law, who is very much not in the Hoodum universe, um, very much in the Zendum universe, said, oh, I love this girl. Have you heard of her? Rita Ora? <laughs> Uh, uh, and I was like, Rita Ora? Um, but yeah, Rita, Rita Ora! <laughs> crunch, crunch. Hey, y'all just talked about, oh, um, medium time, medium time. Uh, y'all just talked about, uh, potentially coming to Detroit, and I know it didn't sell well last year, but I swear to God, me and the gays were all busy, we all were in school together, and we all had exams, but if you come this year, Please, 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 I 100% will go. I'll bring all the gays in my med school, and there's like 20 of us, and maybe that's not enough, but I would love if y'all added Detroit. I was so upset I couldn't come last year, uh, but unfortunately, school hates my guts. So uh, please, if you do come, I you have 20 people coming with me. So, yeah, just the thought, and if you can't come, then I get it. I will probably try making the Chicago show instead then. Okay, crunch, crunch. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. I know you said you are not coming to Denver again, but as a hooligan who was at the iconic and infamous Denver show, I just want to say I had a great time. I don't remember most of what happened. My friend and I took a lot of edibles. The only thing I know for sure that happened is that she fell out of her seat and rolled all the way to the stage. I don't know if you guys remember that, um, but it was great. But I promise if you ever come back to Denver, I will take way less edibles. Crunch, crunch. What the hell is a poached egg? I'm I'm not going to Google it. Maybe I will. I've never heard of that in my life. What is it? Okay, bye.